Hey everyone, welcome to another Possum University Small Bites episode. On this episode, we're unpacking the alpha theory. Or is it the alpha myth? Though they may not know it by name, just about every dog owner encounters the alpha theory at some point. Have you ever heard someone chalk unwanted behaviors up to a dog thinking he or she is alpha or explain that their poor behaviors are a challenge against the owner for the alpha role? And of course, the solution to these issues would be for the owner to assert their dominance, staring down, overpowering, or even inflicting pain on the dog to, quote, put it in its place. After all, the alpha of the pack has first dibs and full control over all the resources, kind of like the owner of a well-trained dog. The alpha theory was widely normalized to the point of becoming commonplace in the American household thanks to Caesar Milan, or as most know him from his primetime TV show, The Dog Whisperer, and I use that lightly, The Dog Whisperer. To this day, Milan promotes the alpha theory, but the alpha theory is critically flawed. The alpha theory comes from the late Rudolf Schenkel, an animal behaviorist who published the Expression Studies on Wolves back in 1947. Schenkel set out to identify the sociology of the wolf. Schenkel observed wolves in captivity at Switzerland's Zoo Basel. These wolves were not kin, but rather thrown into captivity from various packs, forced to create their own hierarchy. It was in this study Schenkel identified the wolf pack ranking system and the role of the alpha male and the alpha female. So if it was observed, why is this a critical flaw? In my opinion, observing unrelated wolves forced into captivity to identify the sociology of the wolf is like observing a prison to identify the sociology of the human. There's nothing natural about these scenarios, prison in a zoo, and to project the findings of this one study from 1947 and the behavior of wolves' descendants domesticated 20 to 40,000 years ago is downright unethical. In 1999, the biologist and wolf expert L. David Meech, a longtime supporter of the alpha theory, published a different study on wolf sociology titled Alpha Status, Dominance, and Division of Labor in Wolf Packs. Meech's study observed wolf packs in the wild. Unlike the man-made scenario Schenkel observed in the 1940s, Meech's conclusion was pivotal and disproved his previous beliefs of the alpha role. In his conclusion, Meech writes, Even the much-touted wolf dominance hierarchy is primarily a natural reflection of the age, sex, and reproductive structure of the group, with the breeding male dominating all others posturally and the breeding female garnering food from the male while she is tending young pups. The typical wolf pack then should be viewed as a family with the adult parents guiding the activities of the group and sharing group leadership in a division of labor system in which the female predominates primarily in such activities as pup care and defense and the male primarily during foraging and food provisioning and the travels associated with them. In fact, here are his own words. The term alpha is, um, isn't really accurate when describing most leaders of wolf packs because it implies, the term implies that the wolves fought and um, competed strongly to get to the top of the pack. In actuality, the way they get there is merely by mating with a member of the opposite sex, producing a bunch of offspring, which are the rest of the pack then, and uh, becoming the natural leaders that way, just like with a pair of humans producing a family. Instead of using the term alpha for a wolf, instead of saying alpha male or alpha female, uh, scientists now tend to call wolves like that the breeding male and the breeding female. Or you can call them the mother wolf and the father wolf. There's really nothing wrong with that. Those are much better and more accurate terms than the term alpha. 
Actually, um, you know, I'm uh, very much to blame for the term alpha being used with wolves. Um, I published a book in 1970 that now has over 110,000 copies in circulation, and in that I labeled the top uh, wolf in the pack the alpha. And I did that because at that time that's all that science knew. But uh, we've learned a lot. That, pub that book was published in 1970, and in the 35 years since that time, uh, we've learned an awful lot. One of the things we've learned is that the term alpha is really incorrect when applied to most wolf pack leaders. Clearly, biologists studying wolves have moved on from the alpha theory over 20 years ago. And any respectable scientist will change their opinion when new information is available. So why are shoddy dog trainers still applying it to dogs? Calling on research from 1947 that has since been strongly superseded, these individuals use alpha theory to make a quick buck, forcing dogs into compliance through fear and pain, seemingly quick fixes that are detrimental, dangerous, and downright abuse. But that's a lesson for another day. As for Caesar Milan, veterinary behaviorist Dr. Dodman said it best. Caesar Milan and the National Geographic Channel have put dog training back 20 years. And as for us here at Possum University, we favor behavioral science over showmanship. As always, the links to all those sources, all those studies will be available in the show notes. You can click through, read each one, and form your own opinion. But I have a feeling it's going to be the same as ours. If you're listening on Instagram, Facebook, or YouTube, those sources will be right in the description of this video. And let's have some fun with this. I challenge you guys to tag a terrible dog trainer who is still using information from 1947. Maybe we can help them out. Let them know some of our trade secrets and what actually works with dog training. If you like this small bite episode, as always, please subscribe to our podcast. Rate us five stars. Follow us on Instagram, YouTube, Facebook, everything if you haven't already. And until next week, class dismissed.